0: This is a presentation of Dawnforge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 732 Tower of Random, Gruesome Hellbeasts and Sometimes Traps, or Torcast. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. We're also sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. Check them out at getamazonmusic.com slash as where they have over 70 million songs across all different styles. Again, that's getamazonmusic.com slash as to get your free trial today.
1: Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things as Wrong. Now we present your awesome hosts. The always stalwart and honorable, Maidros! The commander of the Fell and master of demons, Van Death, The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty! And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie! She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth!
0: And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host Medras. and with me I have Allie.
2: Hey, Allie. Oh, hello. How you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm
0: and sometimes, sometimes right.
2: sometime, you know, sometimes you just gotta be thankful for the all rights, right?
0: All right is better than not all right.
2: Exactly. So I'll take it, and I'm gonna sip my hot chocolate. And enjoy podcasting with you guys, because that's what I was looking forward to today. And now we're here.
0: Well, we're glad to have you. Uh, we also have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Oh, hey. How you doing there, bud? I'm doing... Yeah, that That's good. You, you're doing... You're doing... You're doing a podcast, so...
3: Yeah, loaded question. I'm doing okay.
0: You are surviving. You are still... You are here. You are good. Yes. Glad to have you. So, how was your Week in WoW?
3: Uh, My Week in WoW was spent beating my head against Daddy Denathrius. Um, And that's pretty much all I did in WoW, honestly. Uh, It's been one of those weeks. Plus, Pokemon Snap came out, and I kind of wanted to play that. Uh, But with his WoW, like I said, beating beating our heads against Daddy Denathrius, and we are... We are making solid progress in Phase 3 at this point, and I feel like uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to get him down. Which has me a little bit worried, honestly, because I'm not sure about my ability to come to raid on Wednesday night. It's kind of up in the air for me at this point.
2: (laughs) We're not going to kill Wednesday. Uh, I hope not. It'll It'll be a Thursday if we do. That's just my guess, though.
3: I don't know, without me there, it might make it a bit easier.
2: <laughs> we'll oh, stop see. it, you're ridiculous.
3: I mean, I say that, but like, I think on a couple of those polls, I was like bursting to the top of the DPS meters. It was great. I loved it so much. I'm like, ooh, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think our best p- attempt on Denathrius was around 12%. And there was a bit of debate as to when the encounter is actually over. Cause we know it's early. Like I don't think we need to bring him to zero. I just we. I can't. Maybe I can't. It's been a while since we've killed anathrys on uh, normal, so none of us can quite remember. But we have a feeling that it's not zero percent. So, and there, there was some discussion as to what we needed to do to get it to get him down. And I th- think. The consensus was like getting through phase one without having to use time warp or hero or whatever you want to call it, and saving that for phase three. That could easily make up the DPS, I think, assuming everybody's alive. So, <laughs> we don't know, we'll see.
0: <laughs> yes, I hear people being alive at the end of a fight <laughs> is a good thing when you want to beat it.
3: Well, specifically, I'm I'm saying that we need everybody alive at phase three. Like, if if people die during phase three, it may not be as terrible, but keeping everyone alive up until that point, you know, we've done it we've done it uh, like a handful of times, but we haven't been able to do it consistently. So, as long as we can do that consist consistently, then I think we'll be okay. And you know, actually, and saving a hero for phase three. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, might get it done this week. Might take another week. But I think it,
0: it's close. I think. Cool. And how was your week and well there, Allie?
2: Well, I'm going to touch on the reef for just a second. I do agree, with Toasty. We are really close. I only say not Wednesday, Manny and Chat, because Wednesday we, unless we're continuing the lockout, which I've not heard, we, you know, we kill, uh, Shriekwing first. And then what's-his-face, Sledge Fist, and then Generals, and then get to die D. So that's the only reason I'm not guessing Wednesday. That's why I'm saying Toastie's totally safe. And specifically, that best pool, I was really proud of it because it was 13%. And what had happened is that pretty much everyone died at 15%. And it was just our tank at the time and me alive. And I was in my angel form. So I'm just casting free heals right and left at him while he's, you know, going to town. Cause we're just like, I don't know, I wanna see how far we can get it. And then because I have the legendary that I have, after my angel form was done, I came back to life and healed him for a little bit longer (laughs) and tried to throw in some DPS. And we got it down to 13% and then we died. And I was really proud of that 2%. It was crazy. Um yeah, outside of that, I have been taking the time for my alts, which has been lovely. So, I am I think I'm done with the Necro campaign. The like at least like the main story part of it. Cuz I did, you know, some some big stuff and then you get like the mountain stuff and that happened. I need to go back and see if I, I think that might be the last quest line for it, I think. Either way, it was really cool and I enjoyed it. And now I'm leveling up my rogue a bit so she can go through Revendreth and my pally a little bit so she can go through Bastion. But it'll be my rogue I do next, which I'm excited because I miss her very much. And outside of that, I did some Torghast because there is a Shadow Legendary I have not crafted yet that is the the new the new hotness for Shadow Priest. So I need to get that taken care of for those rare times I do TPS. And I think that's about it. A couple of callings here and there, but nothing too special and just kind of enjoying. Still looking for my frog soul shape, still doing ICC, still <laughs> working on all that, no luck, but that's okay. I'll get it eventually. How about you Medros?
0: Uh, my week in WoW. Uh, I did five or six of the shining pet charm uh missions. Uh, and uh, I think I'm now around a hundred. So I'm about ten percent of the way there, which is better than I expected to be after the after a week. Uh, I honestly expected to get like maybe two or three. Um. In a in a week. Uh I did notice that I had some more uh resources from Legion on my hunters, so I'm also watching that one as well. Um and uh slowly working my way to the, the pet mirror thing. So um I'll get there eventually. I believe in myself.
2: I believe in you too. Thanks. <laughs>
0: I believe in you
3: too. I want to say it sooner, but I was muted at the time.
0: Uh, and and I do believe that once I can fly, I I will probably play more. Um,
2: you believe I you am, can fly? I,
0: I when I believe I can fly, yes. Do
2: you believe I believe do... that you can touch the sky.
0: Yes, I mean
3: we all we all we all can. The skybox has a ceiling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but can you actually touch it from where your cat? Where you're limited to? That's I don't know. I think
2: about it every night and day.
0: <laughs> okay, this has gone too far. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I am curious. Uh, have have they, Has anybody done any testing to see if new characters entering the Maw can ride there as well? Or is that something that is restricted to returning to the Maw?
2: I honestly I don't, don't pay attention to that because I have my worgen...
0: Thanks, Holly. For what we did. Again.
2: Yep, I'm helpful. <laughs> right.
3: I don't know. The only th- the only moth thing I'm paying attention to uh, for the entry level experience is a moth skip quest, and uh, so far the PTR has disappointed me in that regard.
2: My guess is nine point one point five is when we're getting that. Just my guess. I don't know for sure.
0: Time will tell. Um, but yeah, so uh, I did. I did log in on all of my characters this week, very briefly, uh, and didn't really see anything that I really wanted to do. So, but uh, I, did, uh, I did use the app to great effect this week, uh, checking several times a day to uh, see if there's any pet uh, tar- pet charm uh, things up for Legion. Uh, I might go in and. Uh, venture back to Legion on a couple of other characters, get some resources that way, and see if I can speed up the process of uh, farming up these Shine Charms. Because uh, I don't know that I want to wait that long for for my uh, my mirror, so. We'll see. Time will tell. But I'm not in a super, super, super rush today to get that done, so. We'll see where when, I, when it happens, and, uh, I I'm just enjoying other stuff and and watching watching through you guys' streams cuz you guys do really awesome streams guys.
3: Thanks. I do what I can.
0: Though I am sorry my my wishing of luck for the the mount did not work for yesterday Ali. I'm sorry.
2: That's okay. I I appreciate the gesture and the trying to make it work.
0: It is I'm willing the shiny luck I have into your mount luck to convert it for you. I'm hoping it's a one to one ratio because I've been getting good Chinese and Pokemon. So apparently, did not convert one to one. So
2: not this time. Maybe next time.
0: I will keep. Uh, I'll keep pushing. But let us talk about our first sponsor. All
3: right. So our newest sponsor are the great folks over at Amazon Music Unlimited. You can check them out at getamazonmusic.com/slash/allthingsaz. Where they have over 70 million songs, thousands of playlists and artists, including our artist this week, Knucklepuck. And honestly, the only reason I included Knucklepuck in this week is because I've been watching the new Mighty Duck series on Disney+. Plus, and yeah, I kinda love it. And Knucklepuck's a great band. It's pop, it's a pop punky thing. I don't know. I just really like pop punk. Um, this week, I chose their track, their their title track of their 2020 album, 2020, and it's 2020 as in 2020 vision, not 2020 as in the year, so it's a little less depressing, although it did come out in 2020. But anyway, you can check them out and many other artists over at getamazonmusic.com slash allthingsaz, and we'd like to thank the Amazon Music for their support of the show.
0: I'll write to you then. What's going on this week? The industry. What's running this month in WoW? All
3: right, so Darkmoon Fair is continuing this week. That's running from the 2nd till the 8th. We've also got Children's Week starting next week, going from the 3rd till the 10th. And then we've got Torghast, Chorus of Dead Souls, and the Battleground bonus event running from the 4th to the 10th. And from the 10th to the 12th, you can do the Spring Balloon Festival. Starting on the 12th, you've got the PvP Brawl, South Shore vs. Terran Mill, and the Shadowlands Dungeon bonus event, and that runs until the 17th. Um, on May 18th, the Pit Battle bonus event starts, and that runs until the 24th. After that, you got the PvP Brawl Gravity Lapse and Cataclysm Time Walking running from the 25th to the 31st, and in the middle of all that, we have the Glow Cap Festival starting on, starting and ending, sorry, on the 27th. And that's what's coming up this month in WoW.
0: Do we know yet if there's anything new for Children's Week this year? I don't see it in our notes um, here, so... I did not see anything. Okay. Well, unfortunately, that probably means we're going to be reporting it near the end of the event, because it'll be ending on the day we do our next episode. But I, if nothing was reported by news sites this, today, then I imagine that it's probably not happening. So. Probably not. But i that's an event. I always really enjoy that event, and I love when there's new updates to it, but it just hasn't been any updates for, like, many expansions. I can't remember I'm just glad I
3: got was. the meta out of the way involving Children's Week, so I don't have to drag an orphan to uh,
0: Battleground. Yeah, that's kind of cruel.
2: Yeah. Why would you that do was that, a rough one see? to get. Why would
0: you guys do that? Like, why? Because I wanted the
3: Violet Proto-drink.
0: <sighs> Such a bad parent. Endangering a
3: dog. an orphan, getting a mount. Uh, I'm gonna get the apparently,
0: mount. apparently we know which you chose, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Ali as well, since she knows that I, she said I that did. was a hard one to do, so.
2: Yes, I did.
0: I, I'm beginning to question whether you so should be in child really care, that. so I think you should really like reconsider your.
2: <laughs> career? Yes, uh, I am actually reconsidering my career. <laughs> it's very fitting.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to our news. Uh, so uh, I'm going to introduce this topic and then I'll let you guys talk about it because I don't know anything about it. Uh, so the new soul cinders, which is the 9.1 way to upgrade stuff for legendaries beyond soul ash, uh, have drop rates now, uh, for layer nine, you get 60 for layer 10, you get 50 for layer 11, you get 40 and 12. You get 30, right? Yes.
3: As of right now, anyway.
0: Okay. Uh, and does that only drop in uh, the the aging layer one, or? Obviously, I don't know what's changing with Torghast in, in this span in this patch.
3: Okay, so nine point one is introducing four new layers to Torghast. We get layers nine through twelve. Okay. So you're thinking of twisting corridors, which has eighteen floors. Okay. Layers, of floor, yeah. So the layer is the level of difficulty the floors are just how many floors you have to slog through okay, to got complete ya. that layer, that
0: difficulty. Now, now, yeah. I yeah. don't go there very often, so you no, know, just, just, just when us. you guys drag me. <laughs> yeah.
3: So yeah, basically um, the, the new the, the new difficulties being introduced in 9.1 is where we're going to be getting our soul, our soul center. Well, so it's one of the sources anyway.
0: Uh, you also get some from the Maw. you'll get uh, 100 from the bi-weekly quest and 50 from the tormentors of Torghast event uh cool. and then you'll get uh, sorry um uh for upgrade upgrading your legendaries you'll get uh rank 5 for 500 soul cinders and rank six will be 1650 uh so it'll take a little bit of time
3: yep yeah. It's about five weeks to go from a Legendary Rank 4 to, uh, to the, to Rank 6, which is, uh, I mean, it's not an insignificant amount of time, but theoretically you can, you can upgrade a Rank 4 Legendary to Rank 5 in the first week of 9.1, assuming, of course, that you've that you clear layers 9 through 12 and do all the more quests.
0: Can they make soul ash BOA so that all the soul ash I have on all my characters I can just send to my main?
3: Uh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Unfortunately, that is not the case.
2: If they ever do that, I'm guessing it'd be like a 9.3. If there's a 9.3, but like, you know, end of the expansion kind of thing.
0: <laughs> that, w- that would allow me to maybe actually craft some new expansion in that system. Because I, I, Otherwise, I don't think I'd see what's happening.
3: yeah and and upgrading the legendaries will still cost soul ash so it's a soul ash and soul cinder situation luckily you still get soul ash from completing layers 9 through 12 and I believe it is yeah it's 5150 soul ash to upgrade to ranks 5 and rank 6 so it's the same as upgrading from level 3 to level 4 so the soul ash cost remains consistent, at least. But the soul centers uh, that's going to go up.
0: All right then. Uh, let, let's talk a little, little bit more about Torghast,
2: shall we? Okay. I like Torghast. I'm excited about this. So, <laughs> in Torghast, we have these various torments and whatnot. But right now, with the Changes coming, all the revamps coming to Torgas 9.1. They're kind of tweaking how that's going to work. So layer 1 to 3, there's no torments. Layers 4 to 5, 4 to 5, are one torment. 6 to 7 is going to have two torments. Layer 8 will have three torments. And then it starts ramping up, as you can imagine. Layer 9 will have four. 10 through 11 will have... 5 tr- torments and layer 12 is going to have 6 torments. So you can kind of imagine that the difficulty is going to ramp up as you go along. And they are kind of tweaking and playing around with different torments right now. One will increase damage done by enemies and players. Enemies deal 10% more damage when there are 5 or more within 10 yards. Another one is that traps are more common and do more damage. Or maybe another one is enemies grant more haste to allies upon death. And also, this, this thing is phantasma will occasionally coalesce and steal your phantasma. I will fight them. You will steal my phantasma, it's mine. <laughs>
3: I mean, I think that's the point. You're supposed to fight them. (laughs) Exactly.
2: So, you know, just kind of finding different ways to kind of tweak it a bit. You know, new challenges, new things to do. Kind of hopefully keep players coming back and doing it more and more. And some of those do sound pretty intense. Especially when you combine these torments with the number of torments you can potentially have on these higher layers. But we do have a lovely little talent tree coming up that might actually help with that.
3: Right. So another thing that's being inter- introduced in 9.1 in regard to Torghast is a talent tree, and I believe that's called the Box of Many Things. That's how that's where you go to kind of start building up your Torghast talent tree. So that right now, the way the talents are going to be purchased is through something called Tower Knowledge, but I, I, through all the reading I've done regarding all the Torghast changes, it's not actually clear where tower knowledge is acquired which is you know unfortunate that that would be a helpful thing to know especially how often and how much tower knowledge we get I assume it's going to be something along the lines of actually clearing a layer of torgas, but who knows
0: so what you're saying is you want more knowledge about tower knowledge
3: yes yes absolutely give me more knowledge about tower knowledge um, so, uh, if you take a look at the, at the new Torghast talent tree, it's going to look very similar to, uh, to what we, what we knew with the old talent trees. You know, it's, there's a whole bunch of things you can pick from, and it, it kind of, the more points you dump into a certain thing, the more it's going to benefit you. So, there's a whole bunch of different things. One of them, one of them, one of them is, for example, you start out to Torghast with more Blessings. Oh, according to Manny in chat, you get tower knowledge during runs in Torghast. It's sort of like a carryover phantasma. Good to know. That wasn't clear with all the reading that I did. So, yeah, like what I assumed, doing Torghast gets you tower knowledge. Makes sense, now that I say it out loud. Uh, so, yeah, some of these talents are are like pretty basic. You know, you get more blessings, which is cool. And some of them uh, kind of augment this new status that you can get when you're within Torgast called Empowered. And we'll talk a little bit more about the Empowered status uh, when we discuss the changes to Torgast and the scoring system that was mentioned during BlizzCon. Uh, but the way that it can augment the Empowered status, it, like, it'll uh, give you speed bonuses depending on um, your whether you're empowered it'll also increase the duration of your empowered status um right now it's it's not clear what the base empowerment does it's it hasn't been super clear about or any or about that or anything and all the all the reading about all the different Torghast systems hasn't given me a clear answer on it. I just know there are different ways to augment the empowered thing. Which, you know, is cool, but tell me what the base thing does. Uh, some other things that are changing throughout Torghast, well, through the talent tree is you can you can like reduce trap damage, which can be really great with something like that uh, trap damage increase uh, Torment. Also got something as simple as death not counting. Now, I can know that one of the benefits, one of the changes coming to 9.1 is, like, is dying too much won't affect, won't stop your run. It'll still affect, uh, it'll still have some effects on your score later on. And, uh, yeah. So, having a death not count, great. And of course, you know we got some like some of the basic stuff like um, increasing damage done to the boss or reducing damage from bosses. That's a pretty standard progression thing. So the the talent tree is a cool thing to see. I'm I don't know, but but at the same time, it's like I'm worried about how well it's going to interact with some of the other. other changes that are getting put into Torghast it feels like there's a lot of changes going to Torghast and they all kind of work together and I'm worried about the interplay there seems like it could get a little funky um yeah I, I Medros I know you don't have a lot of experience with Torghast but is that, um, is that something that that you foresee being a potential problem Ali you too
0: I mean, any new system can be a problem. It seems like they might have thought through a lot of the potential issues, um, but we'll have to see how it actually plays out when it gets to testing and such.
2: I think on paper, well, not paper, on on website, (laughs) I think I like how this looks. I enjoyed the talent tree we got during Visions and just this whole system in general I like that it's giving me something to work towards. And you know, for example, with the one in visions, you got to that point where you actually felt more powerful. I'm hoping that we kind of feel more powerful as we build up this talent tree and that it ends up working well. It's it's going to it's going to be interesting. To see how this tests out and everything. But, first glance, I think it's going to work.
3: I mean, at the very least, I think that it's going to end up being a lot of fun. Because, you know, we've already got the ridiculous numbers that you see towards the end of you runs when you've, when you've built up all your uh, anima powers and all that other stuff. So... Augmenting that with stuff like increased boss damage would could be really cool and really fun. The speed bonuses could wreak havoc on people trying to cross chains. But it would so it could be fun, excuse me, or hilarious, depending on what happens with that. Say if you're a warrior who charges and then accidentally <laughs> runs off.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't recall the last time I saw somebody do that.
2: If it, if it makes you feel a bit any better, Toasty, when I was doing Torghast this past weekend, I took the super jump ability and totally jumped right off. Oof. That's a, that's a thing that happened. I'm a klutz in real life, so why not be a klutz in game? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I do like some of these ones. So I'm looking at row six, where up to certain times per run, you may reject an anima power selection and obtain a replacement set of choices. I think that's pretty neat. Cause how many times do you get your choices and you don't like any of them, so that's um, that's kind of cool.
3: The number of times I get a power, I get choice of powers that just augment my shout. I'm like, I don't use any of these shouts regularly. Can, can I have something else, please? Right. Like I don't, I don't have half my shouts ba- bound. I have rallying cry and battle shout, and really, I don't need to have battle shout bound. Like I can just click the button at the beginning of. Every pull after we wipe, and it'll be fine. (laughs) But it's bound anyway, so. Yeah. Getting to choose a new power would be fantastic.
0: Uh, Manny? Uh, no.
2: For those of you not in chat, Manny just said, I'm with Medros. Torgas has been the number one thing I loved in Shadowlands, so any changes are scary. Medros and I will most likely be chain running this to enjoy the current version until they drop 9.1.
0: And to repeat, uh, for those who aren't clear, uh,
3: no. (laughs) Well, if you want to run Torghast in its current format, then yeah, you should be running it until 9.1, because as of right now, Torghast is very much on a pass-fail system, and in 9.1, that is not going to be the case. As we've mentioned before, um, they're going to be implementing a scoring system into Torghast, and it will dictate whether or not you do well within Torghast, and we finally have some more details on that, right, Medros?
0: Yes. Uh, So, basically, um, you're going to earn uh, it looks like gems, uh, is what they're calling it, Um, and basically, uh, it will decide your end reward. So, instead of uh, going, uh, an entire five floors, uh, even six floors, and dying your last death, uh, you know, minute, you know, feet from the, the boss at the end, and getting nothing for your entire effort, um, you will now actually, uh, get something for your effort no matter what you do. And basically, the way this is gonna work is, um, Every forty points you that that you attain during Taurus run will award you with one gem, and uh, your final score at the end will decide your rewards. Um, so, completion of uh, gives you hundred points. Par time gives you five or fifty points. Percentage of time empowered is fifty points. Souls clicked ten points, and earns broken five points. So, what what we're saying here is Toasty's. Desire to break every urn will give him a lot of points.
3: <laughs> yep. I will be getting full points for that. And, and luckily you only need to break ninety percent of the urns. So I'll be I'll actually be going over the requirement.
0: Yes, because you've never seen an urn you didn't want to break. Exactly. If I'm I can
3: whirlwind so- into it, I'm gonna do it.
0: Yeah, I know. i I've noticed. Uh, But yeah, basically, the the, the idea here is uh, do not make it feel like you wasted so much time uh, if you didn't have time to complete or failed to complete or just found you were struggling to complete uh, the lair. So uh, I think this is great. Uh, This is something that really frustrated me the few times I've been into Torghast on my own um, because... Uh, often when I go in to do the when i in to do the the quest there to get the uh, soul fragments or whatever it was, uh, I was completing it around you know floor five. And if I leave at that point uh, because I'm in a rush or uh, it's Monday night and I realized I've done no uh, none of my callings that that the Torghast is the one from and uh, I need to take uh, you know three to four characters through Torghast as quickly as possible. And don't have the time to do that sixth floor, uh, not that that's ever happened to me. Uh, I, uh, you know, I would have liked to have a reward, and it didn't happen. Uh, theoretically speaking, of course.
3: And, and actually, to that point about you know six floors or whatever, that's kind of that's something that I kind of forgot to include in all this, and it's kind of something that's kind of gone under the radar in terms of changes to Torghast. There's only five floors now, per layer. The the final boss will be on floor five instead of floor six.
2: Is there cool. still going to be two broker floors? Because I think I missed that. Yeah,
3: there's still going to be two broker floors. There's going to be the broker floor on floor three, and the broker on five. the boss floor. Huh. But so, yeah, yeah, it's only going to be five
2: floors now. Okay, that's nice. Yeah. Do, do do we know why? Have we heard why they're making that change?
3: I think I, I I'd imagine like there's there's nothing out there as to why they have made that change. I'd imagine that's something to do with like the amount of time that's invested into Torghast, right? Because that has been one complaint that people feel like it's running a little bit long. So that could, that could, that could be a result of it. Um, one other thing that I also forgot to point out during uh, the talent tree thing is the Adamant Vault talent that you can select, which gives you two bonus floors to Torghast. So it it happens specifically on. Looks like I think I believe it's layers nine through twelve. If I'm not, if I'm reading everything and understanding everything correctly, but yeah, it'll give you a chance to accrue more score and maybe get closer to the five gem mark, which is kind of cool.
2: I think I like this.
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, 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 these changes are very good. I mean, like, like I said, it, it, like Metro said, it kind of gives everybody the opportunity to, like, not necessarily ha- worry about having to clear it out, just getting to the point where they're getting the reward with, with the gems or whatever. We don't know at what point the rewards are kind of doled out, um, but I mean, that that was the intent behind the scoring system, and looks like at least in theory. Getting the four gems that you need to actually unlock the next layer is going to be pretty straightforward. It's just kill everything, like just just do the just do a complete clear, and make it like on par for your time completed, and then maintain your empowered status to to some degree throughout the entire thing, and you should be able to get the the four gems required to clear the lair.
2: When I like, Sorry, go
3: Sorry, ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just wanted to point out that the, the empowered status is gained by maintaining something called a score streak, which is just completing one of the things needed to actually contribute to your score. So... So killing, yeah. So killing stuff, clicking on souls, earns broken, and if you spend more time empowered, you're actually going to
2: keep your score streak going, which is cool. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say that for those who do enjoy Torghast, getting that score and working to improve is going to be another way to enjoy Torghast and to have that replayability a bit. Plus, you know, hopefully, some more rewards. But even then, just that desire to improve your score, you know, find out where you can cut corners, find out where you missed those urns. And to also see how the talent system impacts your power and your score and your ability to improve on things. So I think it adds a nice little bit for those who do enjoy Torghast, which is pretty neat. I'm, I'm actually pretty, I I go for full completion anyways when I right. run Torghast. And I, this I this is good. I think I like this.
3: Yeah, adding another like actual game element instead of just the you know you screwed up at the end and now you're and now you're dead. Right. So that's it. You just wasted three hours or however long you spent particularly going to tour It's it's nice to have. Okay, I got this one. I I got this. I got this far and I managed to get this score. And figure out what, and, and you can figure out from there what what you need to do to, to kind of top it.
2: Yeah, I like this. I'm excited about this.
3: Another thing to point out with the score streak thing, um, because in, in case you are, you know, you get to a point during a Torgas run where you need to kind of take a little break and walk away for a little bit. the 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 score streak meter actually does get paused at certain points throughout your run it looks like it gets as of right now anyway it gets stopped at the beginning of the floor
2: oh that's smart on the break
3: break floor and within the broker bubble on floor 5 that's really good so you're not having to worry about like just going straight the entire time
2: because life happens and you know if I'm on the best Torgas run I've ever done but my dogs are running up here desperate to go outside my dogs are going to take priority, and I'm going to take them out, you know, people with children, you know, emergencies happen, like, I think this is really smart.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, especially when we consider the... the, that time empowered will directly influence... will, will, will directly influence your score, having the ability to pause that progression one way or the other
0: is...
3: A great a great addition to this consideration for scores.
0: Alright. Uh well let's move along to uh mythic plus scoring that's uh got a little more info on it.
2: Yeah, so we talked a bit last week about the new mythic scoring system and all of that. Well, we are starting to see it in 9.1 PTR. So it's it's still kind of a rough bit for the UI and stuff this is not set in stone obviously but you do actually start seeing your overall mythic score how it's made up and and broken down it's done by dungeon you get even a breakdown of your best you've done for different fx's you know your best for fortified your best for tyrannical but there's no word yet on how much bonus points you get for completing them both, for example. But you do get bonuses for completing keys on both Tyranical and Fortified, according to an interview from Ian. So it's, it's similar to the, the Mythic Plus UI we get now, where you see your best completed of the week... And you see your best completion for each dungeon. But it looks like they basically took that area of the UI. And they're just expanding on it. So if this is something you are very interested in and you want to know more, you can definitely go take a look on the PTR. We're seeing a little bit of it in terms of the Mythic Plus score and LFG as well. Because you can actually see each applicant's Mythic Plus score in the base UI. You no longer need an extra add-on and whatnot. And this is the Blizzard Mythic Plus score. And yeah. That's all on there. You can also see when you go to apply for a Mythic Plus pug you can see not every group member's rating but you can see the leader's Mythic Plus score. Which kind of Gives you an idea of what you're going in for. So that can be good, especially if you are pugging mythic pluses, because that can be either really, really good or really, really tricky or really crappy. <laughs> so it kind of gives you an idea, which I really like.
3: Yeah, and on, the, and on the plus side, all this stuff is just gonna update automatically. You don't have to worry about updating your Raider IO, IO yeah. add-on to <laughs> to get updated scores for people. Uh yeah. Uh I'm still not hundred percent sold on having this included in the game. Like I said, for the people that, for the people that already using it, that are already using Raider.io, it's going to be more of the status quo for them, which is great and all, but like the item level number addition that they did back in Cataclysm, I want to say it was. Or whatever it was, anyway. Um, I feel like this is just going to add to that attitude of well, oh, well. It's it's gonna add, it's gonna add to the attitude of people who didn't really have these before, but they just see the they they are gonna see the number like oh well I don't want to waste my time on on bring that person along kind of thing. Right. Whereas, you know, before they may not have had that, they're just going to look yeah,
2: like they're going to see them and be like, yeah, maybe not. So, like we've said, this is just PTR. So how they're handling things might change a little bit. So definitely, if this is something you are very interested in, if Mythic Plus is your thing, I highly suggest go check out the PTR. Go see it for yourself. Give Blizzard your constructive feedback on what you think about it. And... Yeah. Horrible segue. <coughs> Awkwardness. Um, before, actually, oh, actually, yes.
3: Before, before <laughs> we move on to the next topic, there's some things that I forgot to add into the show notes because I was too busy on breaking down all the Torghast stuff. <laughs> um, a few things have come into 9.1 PTR that are just really quick things. Um, there's a skip for, I believe it's the Ma and the, oh, sorry, the Torghast quest portion in your campaign in your campaign quest line, so you don't actually need to do that anymore during your campaign thing. So, that's a thing that's happening in 9.1. Yay. So, if you've been holding off on leveling ults, uh, you don't have to worry about doing Torghast in 9.1 if that's not your thing. But that's enough about 9.1. Medros, tell us what's happening in 9.2.
0: Well, we we don't know a lot yet. Um, But but I'm I'm curious. Uh, What Tier set was your favorite toasty for for your warrior. Oh, that's
3: a tough one, man. Put me on the spot, why don't you? Yes, the Fire, the firelands t- tier set I really liked. Um, the first tier sets in Cataclysm was also one of my favorites. Like, I don't remember the numbers because I wasn't raiding back then, so I couldn't tell you the numbers. But, um, yeah, like the rock elemental tier set from the, from the first ra- tier of Radiant Cataclysm and the molten fire giant tier set from Firelands.
2: Okay,
0: and, and Allie, how about you? What was your favorite tier set for your priest?
2: Real talk. I've had a couple that I really liked. And uh, at the moment, they are not coming to mind, so I'd have to go look it up.
0: Do you, you recall I'm where
2: professional. they were? No. Okay. Because my memory is a little weak sometimes. <laughs> and I'd have to go look it up.
0: Can you describe the helm,
2: perhaps? No, because most of the helms don't really work.
3: <laughs> Do you recall what, the Morgan. One of
2: those, oh, those hide helm kind of uh ones? <laughs> <was? laughs> I mean there's some, yeah, but anyways, you're asking these questions for a good reason.
0: Indeed. Uh, So, something that has not happened since Legion is happening again in 9.2. The raid tier after Sanctum of Domination is going to see the return of class tier sets. Um, So, Ian Hezacostas in his interview with Preach did say that they have plans to bring back class tier sets for the raid after Sanctum Sanctum of Domination. Um, And uh, people are quite excited about this. I don't care because I'll never get one. But... Oh,
3: I'm oh my god. A a raid set that will kick that will actually like be class specific is I'm I've missed it so much because let's be real trying to make a plate set work aesthetically for a warrior, a paladin, and a death knight just did not work. Those are those are three very different aesthetics. Same with like warlock and priest.
0: Yeah, I, very I, different. They really, it's really been just like uh, armor type sets, right? Yeah. And
3: okay. while like I don't, ha- I don't, I don't, while I don't have this anything, anything against some of those sets, some of those sets are still really good looking. It's just well, maybe, it's kind of worked out for me because like it's been generic plate, which kind of just works for a warrior, but I can. I can see the argument against some of that gear being appropriate, look-wise, for a paladin, for example.
0: So here, here's my question, and this is a, you're you're a fellow plate wearer, so I can actually talk on level with you here. How do you feel about the sets of plate armor f- for launch of Shadowlands?
3: Like the, the, oh, so the level up gear.
0: Yeah, like the, uh, the stuff that you get, like it's, it, it's all it's all just a recolor of the same pieces. Um, but it's like, the best way I can call it is a walking, you know, basically like Hulkbuster, basically, is how it looks to me.
3: Yeah, I did not like them. Like, I, I was not a fan of any of those level up uh, plate sets. Okay. Like I did, thought, maybe with the right code Not on
2: my DK at all.
3: I remember during beta, we were. Uh, I, I I think I was running with Allie and Manny a Torghast run, and I went to a torrent and was taking a look at all the plates. I'm like, my God, these are awful. I did not like the look of any of them. I thought maybe it's just because I'm doing it on a Torin. Nope no i did not like that plate set on any of the characters i eventually created to run Torghast on the horde side it was just not a good look
0: i'm actually trying to find an image because uh it, it really has to be seen here we go uh here here's the here's the the set i'm lo- i'm talking about um oh that apparently foul. that foul is too powerful apparently um,
3: like the only way I, the w- way I can think of describing it is, it looks like an off-brand Cylon.
0: Yes, yeah. like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like a, a robot in that thing. I, I feel like I look a really terrible robot.
2: Yeah, like the one eye part of the helm.
0: Yeah, um, like whatever,
3: just, whatever is below the tier of DH Gate and AliExpress, like that's that's the tier of Cylon lookalike. <sighs> like I, I, I just, I don't enjoy that look. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that's some, and I'm, and I'm sure some people really like that set, and you know what, that's all the power to them. I, I, I transmogged away from that set the first chance I got, which was to say, immediately.
0: Yeah, um, I, I actually wear that set uh, in the the silver option, uh, except the helm, uh, but I almost never have helms on. Um, yeah, I just I, I don't don't like helms at all in this game.
3: So so to to return to like a class themed set, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm sure some people aren't so much. Like, I'm sure hunters aren't going to appreciate the, oh, look at this thing that I killed, now I'm wearing it, kind of set.
0: Yeah, there's the the set we're talking about, guys, in in Discord. Uh, Yeah, a Cylon, basically. It looks terrible. But, I mean, there's not really much else you can do.
1: But I'm
3: yes. just really looking forward to like class-themed stuff again. Something that looks like a proper priest set. Something that looks like a proper shaman set. Because some of those shaman sets back in the day looked really good.
0: I, I, I'm looking forward to ha- having the uh, the feeling that um, if you and I were standing next to each other untransmogged, you could tell the warrior from the paladin. Yes. You know, you can tell the good class, the the paladin, from the warrior.
3: Uh, I don't wow. know if Ellie would agree with that, right, Ellie?
0: <laughs> what do you
3: think, Ellie? we not
2: gonna rehash that right now. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Moving
0: on. Uh, all right, moving right along then. Uh, let's talk about some uh, some classic.
3: Right. So we we have some classic, some TBC classic <laughs> news, maybe. Um. Going with the theme around TBC ba- TBC related eh, TBC Classic related stuff, uh, some news may have been leaked a bit earlier than anticipated. Uh, so very briefly earlier today, um, there was an image on the Blizzard launcher that TBC Classic was launching June first. It has it was very quickly removed, but you know it's the internet, and people were very quick to get that screenshot. So there's no, there's not been an official announcement as of yet, but you know, yeah, I mean, looks like we're we're potentially looking at a June first launch, which is about a month away. That's really, it. I mean, like I said, it's a running theme with the with TBC related news at this point. Oh, the beta's beta's live. Oh wait, no, not really. But the next day it was. So maybe this time tomorrow. We'll get some news about the TBC launch date. That's about it, honestly. Just a quick yeah. little note for everybody interested in that.
0: I, I mean, it, it does truly fit because Burning Crusade itself was leaked by staff.
3: Oh, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's
0: uh, back in oh. 2015. Uh, a Blizzard employee leaked uh, early screenshots of uh, of Burning Crusade. Oh yeah
3: so it's just completely on brand oh yeah not totally. even just on not even just on brand for bc classic
0: it, it, it is Bernie crusade leak all the way it is huh. like a uh like yeah it's a titanic of, 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 of expansions let's put it that way all right <laughs> anyways uh let us move on to our second sponsor so, of course, our second sponsor is the great folks over at Audible. You can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2021. Now nearly 500,000 channels to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, I want, before you end our pick of this week, I don't know that i have stressed enough the incredible benefit that a subscription to Audible has. As a subscriber to Audible, you get access to the Plus collection. And this is thousands of books that you have access to without having to use a credit on them or anything. There are so many books there. It's not even funny. There's one that was just released. Um, that was, it was just a, a great thing that I would never have expected to see uh, released for free. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a an audible original. So they, it's a, a book narrated by both Kiki Palmer and Pete Davidson. If you're an SNL fan, I think you'll like it. But that's not our book pick this week. I, I just want to tell you all the really cool stuff you can get within the Audible Plus collection. So our book pick this week, we're continuing on with The Merry Band of Pirates uh, with the next book in the series, which is Renegades. Um, the the Pirates have, uh, have taken off with The Flying Dutchman, against the orders of the folks at earth in order to try and save earth.
1: And, uh, let's give it a bit of a listen. As our Franken ship limped toward the Ruha data relay station, I squeezed my hands together to prevent from showing my anxiety in a more obvious fashion. It did not help that major Desai was not in either of the pilot couches. Instead two Chinese were handling the piloting. They were highly skilled. They had trained long and hard and demonstrated their competence and they were not desai. When I requested that she fly the ship for us, our last stop before setting course straight for Earth, she flat-out refused in a polite, respectful, but firm way. She was not always going to be aboard the Dutchman, and I had to show the other pilots that I had faith in them. No amount of argument would change her mind, not even when I reminded her the main reactor had shut down twice in the past five days, that the new computer system was having trouble realigning the drive coils after each jump, and there was a frustrating, intermittent glitch in the stealth field generators. Each time we suffered a glitch, Skippy assured me he had a handle on the problem, that the glitches were actually helping him to fine-tune the new AI that could run the ship for us.
0: So that, again, is Renegade's Expeditionary Force, book 7, written by Craig Allenson, narrated by R.C. Bray. And that is, again, a great series. Recommend checking it out and learn more about the Braybinder Pirates and the beer can. It was a bit of an a-hole. Same. So, uh, let's talk about our question of the week. Our question from last week was, how do you feel about the upcoming changes to Mythic Plus and the integration of the Mythic Plus score?
3: Uh, The Slick Rock uh, didn't give us a text response. They gave us a GIF response, which was Homer walking down the street holding a, the end is near sign.
2: (laughs) WikiBH says, this will not entice me to run any Mythic Pluses on my non-gilded characters. For those in the guild, the guildies know my ability and rating won't matter. Gillen, sorry if I butchered your name, says it's quite clear to me that the direction of retail is not the wow I enjoy. Implementing toxicity into the game is a terrible move. 9.1 will be the first patch I won't try since I started playing in April of 05 due to multiple direction decisions.
0: Argent Rose says, I think mythics are the worst they've ever implemented in the game. So my thoughts are mostly that I feel like they should be working on other things. But I guess they're popular with some people. I just wish they'd stop gaining things behind mythics, arenas, and RBGs. Uh, The next question for next week is, what do you think of the changes being made to Toriast? I I think everybody's given their thoughts on that pretty thoroughly.
3: Yeah, I am cautiously optimistic and hope the scoring system is implemented properly and in a way that makes sense for everybody. And so far it's looking like it's okay. I'm just worried that they're not I'm just worried that they're making too many changes and little and something will get missed along the way. But that's what PTR's for. So we'll test the heck out of it, please.
0: righty, then. Uh time for shoutouts then. Uh Ali, how about you go first?
2: Hmm. I have a few, but I'm just going to go with one. It's going to be the first one that came to my mind. My shoutout is to Jocelyn from for Azroth and Angry Chicken and gamers in. She is going to be stepping away from for Azroth for achieving that life balance <laughs> which is so hard sometimes especially when life throws you some lemons and she has just done such a wonderful job for Azeroth over the years, and has inspired many. And she is wonderful, and I am glad she's still going to be doing some content creation. But I'm also glad that she is doing what she needs to to be able to take care of herself. So, a big shout out to her and to Manny, who's got some good plans for for Azeroth going forward.
0: Life balance. What what is this thing you're talking about?
2: It's important.
0: I I believe you. Uh, that that is probably very true. Toasty, how about you?
2: Um,
3: I'm going to shout out somebody else from that podcast, Manny. I know I know you've been having a bit of a rough patch lately, and I just hope that everything um uh, works out as best it can. I'm obviously not going to go into too many details, but I'm thinking of you, bud.
0: Well, I mean, I wasn't going to shout out Manny or anybody from that podcast, but I feel like I have to now because, you know, stuff. But Manny, you're awesome. But uh, that wasn't my original uh, shout out. My sh- original shout out was going to the Ottawa Senators for extending the Winnipeg Jets' losing streak to seven games with a 2-1 win tonight. Congratulations.
3: <laughs> hey, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be ATA if we didn't bring hockey into it at some point.
0: Yep. my sound just die?
2: No. Madras, are you gonna do the outro there?
0: Yeah, I'm doing it. I was thinking, just thinking. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, our number is 1-785-ATA-WOW-5 That's one 282 9695 You can send emails to show at allthingsazeroth.com And if you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz Join our battle net group at bit.ly slash bnetata Check out Ali's show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty Stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan Find all of us on Twitter. The show is at allthingsaz. I'm at medros at Fandeth for Fandeth, at ToastyPostyCan for Toasty, and at K for Allie. You can find the network at Dawnforge, and please do check out other shows from the Dawnforge network, including GroupQuest. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of more Winfrey Jets losses, no doubt.
2: And more more Avalanche wins. And VoIP! (laughs) VoIP!
0: Copyright 2021, Dawn Forge Productions. Head to thedawnforge.com for more information.